Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so glad you're here. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. With each week, we will have exciting new guests to grow spiritually, develop personally, and learn how to step into our purpose authentically. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 30 minutes of connection with the mind, body, and spirit. Are you a fur mama? Well, today's episode is just for you. We are talking all things Reiki and animals, and our guest today is absolutely amazing. The work that she's doing in this world is so incredible. She's going to share with us her nonprofit, how it works, and the best part, how you can start implementing these tools at home with your animals. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited for our conversation today. How are you? Hi, Courtney. I'm great. How are you? I am so good. So I love to just hear people's stories, hear how you stepped into your dharma and what led you up to doing the work that you're doing today. Yeah, well, you know, like probably so many people that you talk to, um, my story was like, I fell into this in like a very unexpected accidental way. I was definitely not planning to become an animal Reiki person or to <laughs> focus my life on on animal Reiki. And um, I always think that's kind of funny how we, you know, is it an accident or, you know, were we, <laughs> were we meant to do this? Did we you know, just land here? Yeah, exactly. But um, when I, um, I learned, actually learned Reiki for humans in 1998. And at that time, there wasn't a thing that was animal Reiki. You would maybe see like one line in a Reiki book saying, oh, yeah, and you can do this for animals too. And there were no animal Reiki classes. There were just Reiki classes. So, um, but I, I was actually a middle school teacher in San Francisco and I really loved it. I loved the kids. Um, I found that connecting with animals helped the kids that weren't interested in school to be interested when, you know, I'm like, Oh, do you have dogs? Do you have cats? And I tried to incorporate volunteer work in the community. Um, and so I really found the animals motivating for, for those kind of kids. So I loved, I've always loved animals and I had the kids involved and um, I was volunteering walking dogs at a local shelter in San Francisco a couple days a week. And then I discovered Reiki by accident through my mother-in-law and she wanted me to, to, she's like, this is the greatest thing ever. You have to try it. And I'm like, what is it? She's like, well, it's this energy healing thing. And I'm like, mm, that sounds weird, but she is my mother-in-law. So I kind of have to humor her. <laughs> you know. And so I went and I got my first treatment and it was so relaxing. It, I felt so good. And, you know, I was an anxious person since the time that I can remember, at least since I was four, I would have anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And so it was just kind of my way of life, you know, and, and during this Reiki session, it was like, I was able to fully relax and feel okay. Like for the first time in a long time. And I was like, oh, this is the answer to my, so you know, this thing that I thought was weird turned out to be going to get better, you know, with this. And so that was how I, I learned Reiki in 1998 for myself. 
But meanwhile, I was teaching middle school and had incorporating animals into the curriculum and having my students volunteer in the community. And I was volunteering myself. And I thought, you know, when I was walking dogs at the shelter, they were so anxious. And I sort of recognized that anxiety from my own experience. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if, if Reiki would help them, you know, cause nobody ever taught me how to do that, <laughs> but it just was intuitive. And um, so I asked my supervisor, I'm like, hey, uh, I learned this thing called Reiki. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> it. uh, I didn't even know how to explain it really, but I was like, it just, it like, it's like de-stresses you. It makes you feel really relaxed and really good. And she's like, oh, well, it sounds good to me. Yeah, after you walk the dogs, you know, feel free to, to do that, to help them. And so that's really where I started. And th the dogs were so grateful and so like open and, you know, dogs who were super stressed and like panting, they would just come over and like crawl into my lap and just take a big sigh or dogs that were pacing in their kennel. I would sit outside their kennel and they would slow down and then eventually sit down and eventually lie down and eventually put their head down and rest. And so that's really where all of this started was just through my own, trying to cure my own anxiety, having it help me, then trying to help shelter animals with their anxiety, seeing that it helped them. And, you know, here I am, you know, 24 years later, and I have, you know, my teaching company, Animal Reiki Source. I have my nonprofit, Shelter Animal Reiki Association. We have over 200 members uh, doing this work in shelters and sanctuaries all around the world. I've traveled all over the world to teach in all different places, sanctuaries and shelters all over. And, you know, it, it's now there, I have thousands of students who are let animals lead practitioners, which is what I call my method that I've created for animals. And, you know, this is now a profession that people actually say, oh yeah, I do animal Reiki. And so I just feel mm -hmm. so blessed to be, to have been like the pioneer in this and to help it really get its feet because animals benefit so much from from the peace and the and the calm and just the the love that is animal reiki absolutely i i'm giggling because i just got done my client um that i was just at and why i was late to the podcast she i do private yoga with her but i also do reiki on her dog she has wolves two of them and they are oh, very, wow. they're older and their hips are going out. And so I was like, oh, let me, let me do Reiki on their hips. And so I started doing Reiki on the dogs and I was talking to her about the different responses. And it's so funny because one of them starts yawning and like just passes out on me. And the other one starts panting and gets a little excited. And then just, you can watch just the tension fall out of their little bodies and well, big bodies, but it's. It's just amazing to me. It never ceases to amaze me at the power of Reiki and how each one of us is so receptive, but in such a unique and special way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like that is really one of the cornerstones when you work with animals is that you have to be open to their own unique way that they connect and, you know, we know that Reiki creates stress relief and uh, relaxation, which is really important for our own self-healing ability. 
but that looks different in every animal. And even, you know, in every species has different ways they express relaxation and calming. And then within each species, all animals are individuals. And then there are animals who just say, no, I don't want to connect. No, thank you. And so, you know, having, having like the, the, the respect, I think that's really what led me to develop the let animals lead method was really allowing animals to be the ones who decide this is what it, I want it to look like. This is how I want to connect with you. This is how I look when I relax and this, I'm not going to relax. <laughs> you know, another animal is like, no, <laughs> like a little, you know, adolescent uh, Jack Russell Terrier is going to bounce around. And he's like, this is how I'm connecting is I'm bouncing while I'm connecting. And, you know, so to just really embrace every animal's choice and learning how yeah. to listen for that and to see, see that is so important. Absolutely. I would love to hear a little bit about your nonprofit. What was your journey like that? Starting that, what did that look like for you? Because obviously there was such well, a And now. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of students that say to me, oh, I can't, I can't go into animal shelters. No, that, that's too hard. And, you know, I'll say, well, you know, yeah, it was hard for me too. But then I would ask myself, well, if I don't do it, who will? And back in those days, no one, because I was the only one doing it. So I'm like, okay, Kathleen, right. book it up and get in there, you know, do this because there is a lot of, you know, um, sadness um, to seeing animals who have been in traumatic situations, have been rescued from abusive situations and, and having to kind of be on the front line of that. Um, but I think it's really important to for us to hold space for those animals and to be brave, to be spiritual warriors for animals and to step into those difficult spaces because we have so much to, to offer them through the animal Reiki practice of peace, of compassion, of, of hope and positivity yeah. and seeing their light. You know, I think seeing their light is so important. And you know, um, what inspired my nonprofit, Sarah, or Shelter Animal Reiki Association, was my dog, Dakota. And Dakota was my very first animal Reiki teacher because he was my dog at the time that I learned animal Reiki. And he's the one who showed me that animals even like it because <laughs> I would be sitting doing Reiki on myself and he would come lay on top of my feet. And I'm like, what are you oh. doing? Because he never did that. And I realized, oh, he, he likes Reiki. And that's how it started. That was the light bulb was Dakota showing me he knew what Reiki was already. And he was like taking it, <laughs> even though I was clueless, you know, and Dakota was um, from the Sacramento County Animal Control. I lived in Sacramento getting my teacher credential at the time when I was very young, when I, when I adopted him and um he turned out to be just my soul dog for 16 and a half years by my side. Wow. Um, just a, a, a wise, wonderful, gentle, beautiful spirit. And everyone loved him and he touched so many people. And he taught me about animal Reiki. And in the early days, he went to every one of my book talks and laid at my feet while I would speak. I was on um, San Francisco local TV a few times and he was there laying at my feet. He was just always there for me, um, walking this journey and teaching me. And when he passed away, I 
felt like, you know, what, what if I hadn't gone to the shelter that day? What if I hadn't found him? What, what if he, he could have been euthanized, you know, and nobody would have ever known his wonderfulness. And so I just felt like, you know, every, every shelter animal deserves a loving home and they deserve to, to express their unique gifts and, and for me, I really believe that sharing animal Reiki in shelters and sanctuaries with animals, it makes them more adoptable because it calms Absolutely. them down, makes them more peaceful. People can see who they are so they don't look just like a stressed out dog or cat. You know, they look like who they are, right? And so I, I created, shelter, really, Sarah, really with Dakota as my inspiration and and he's our mascot really we still everybody everybody knows who dakota is he's our our spiritual mascot i would say um but he he really is the one who who inspired me and i'm like you know i want to help every single shelter animal find a loving home and i know that this is the path to help make that happen is through animal reiki make making their journey more comfortable, more peaceful, more loving as they wait for their family to come find them. Oh, I love that. Oh, we need more of you in the world. Oh. <laughs> so I love to give the audience things that they can incorporate at home, starting out, even if you're not, you know, trained on Reiki, what are some things that they can start doing with their animals at home to get them to have that peace and that relaxation that you're speaking of? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I would say the first thing that we have to do is we have to realize that our energy affects our animals. And this is something that we can actually see if we stop and and listen <laughs> and notice, because normally we're like multitasking and super busy. But think about for a minute, just think about, you know, when you're with your animals and you're totally stressed out, how do they respond to that? They probably also get stressed out, right? Or they get worried about you or they just, they seem kind of not at ease, right? And then Absolutely. think about how, what about when you are really calm and grounded and in a really good space? Now, how do your animals respond to you? right? They're probably more connected. They also may seem much more calm and come and sit with you. They're drawn to your energy, right? When you're stressed out, maybe they all leave the room, (laughs) right? So we can see that our our energy, it really affects them. And so that's the first thing is to start to notice my energy affects my animals. And that's important. Because once we realize that, now we can do something about it. And so what what that thing to do is, is to meditate, to get our center back when we lose it, to get our grounding back when we lose it, you know? And my favorite uh, breathing activity that I like to do, because the breath is really our anchor and can help ground us, is to just visualize your breath as a beautiful light and as you breathe in imagine this light comes in through the crown of your head 
and fills your body as you inhale all the way down to the lower belly. A lot of times we don't breathe all the way. We breathe very shallow. So yes. This is a visualization. Yeah, to help us to breathe all the way to the lower belly. And then as you exhale, imagine that light can expand out of every pore in your skin, out into your aura and out into the universe. So just breathing it, just let go of everything else and focus on your breath as light. Breathing in the light all the way to the lower belly. Breathing out every pore into the universe and breathing in and breathing out. Maybe you only have time to do five of those breaths. Maybe you can do 10. Depends on the moment, the situation. But just that simple exercise can shift your energy back from being really scattered and really chaotic and really stressed back into this moment. And I would say that's really the this, the central teaching of animal Reiki is mindfulness and bringing us back to this moment because the most beautiful gift that we can give to our animals is our open-hearted, compassionate presence. Just being with them 110% with an open heart right now, just be there with them. That's all they want from us. Yeah. I love that you talk about breath too, because breath is so magical and so powerful and something that's each one of us has and we forget to use it and the strength that it holds yeah and it's right there it's there it is it is life breath is life we always have access to that if we just remember to to use it to to harness that beautiful energy of presence mindfulness it brings back the peace it brings back the calm just something that simple and your animals will notice. So the next time you feel stressed with your animals, stop. Take five to 10 of those breaths of light and just notice how your energy shifts and notice how your animals respond positively to that shift. And that's really where we have to start with animal Reiki is just noticing where we are and bringing ourselves back when we lose it you know, when life happens <laughs> and knowing when to bring it back. I yeah. We, well, that's, Oh, go ahead. That's, I was going to say, that's the key, right? Because if, yeah. if we aren't mindful and we don't notice and we're just often, you know, this spiral of anxiety or a spiral of anger or whatever it is, we can't, we don't even see until like the next day when we're like, Oh, I have a migraine and a stomach ache oh, I've been really stressed for 24 hours. And we're like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. I know. Well, we live in such a busy culture that like, we're constantly going and that's normal. Being still is not normal. And so I know, it's so funny that you bring this up because I have carved out time because I go into the masculine very easy and I know that I do that. And so coming back to the feminine is something that I have to, it's a practice and I have to remind myself to come home to it because I like being busy. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm always on the go. And so a few weeks ago, I was like such a stressful day. I've got three dogs, three kids, three cats. It's a, it's a clown car. So everyone was stressed out. There was barking, there was screaming. It was just chaos. And I was like, oh my God. So I got my sound bowls out and I've been really intentional about creating time of just stillness, like no phones, no nothing, just stillness. 
and getting my kids used to that because children and animals aren't, you know, again, we're always going. Yeah. And so having these busy schedules that are jam packed um, all day long. And so I bring out the samples and I start playing and it was so funny. I start playing the root chakra um, hurts and my golden retriever comes up and like her jaw goes on the side of the bowl. And keep in mind, these things vibrate hard <laughs> and her, her little face is like sliding down like slow motion, you know, and I'm like, what is going on here? And then she just like passes out on the mat next to me and listens to the sound healing. And I, my husband's like, I'm surprised that doesn't bother their ears. And I'm like, no, she feels the energy and vibration. This is awesome. But it was so cool to see her reaction. And by the time I only played for like 10 minutes, but just in that 10 minutes, the entire dynamic of my house shifted. Like all of my animals were like laying around me, like just like, oh, yes, bring it to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they know what energy is. They understand when it is balanced, when it's unbalanced, they're attracted to the balance, they're repelled to the chaos. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is, yeah, we need to, I, I, I feel like, you know, we really, one big way we can make our animals happier living with us is by just understanding that and staying mindful of it. And there's lots of different ways to bring the energy back in when it goes out the window, right? To bring it back into grounding and to calm and to peace. And, but we have to set that intention and do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Only that whole that do happen. it part. <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest part. That's why we say we call ourselves practitioners, animal Reiki practitioners, because it's a practice. Yes. And one that takes time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So can people, can anyone get involved in your nonprofit? Uh, yes, we are. Since we are a nonprofit, um, we do have um, people who support us as donors to support our work, to spread um, this work um, even further to more shelters and more sanctuaries. And um, we also offer online training for people who want to be practitioners and actually be a part of our team and what we do uh, in the world. So there's lots of different ways to get involved um, and um, so the website for Sarah is shelteranimalreikiassociation.org. And then um, my website for, which is just my teaching academy, you can learn all level, all different levels and specialties of animal Reiki is animalreikisource.com. Beautiful. And now if people have questions or want to reach out to you directly, is there a good hub spot? So I'm on all the social medias, Animal Reiki Source, Facebook. Um, I am on Instagram as well, um, uh, animal Reiki source on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm, I'm really everywhere. And you, and you can also, I do have a podcast, a live podcast once a month, the animal Reiki talk, um, that you can join and ask me questions live. If you have them, you can always reach out through email. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm here for anything animal Reiki related for sure. How cool is that? Beautiful. I just followed you. Like, I just realized I'm following you followed beautiful. I just appreciate (laughs) all the work that you're doing and thank you for sharing your time today. And I hope the audience got so much out of this. I feel like those are tools that immediately can make such a huge difference within these little souls. Yeah, big souls, <laughs> big, big souls, little big tiny souls, little, little bodies, little fuzzy bodies. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Courtney. It's been fun. Thank you. Bye bye. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a takeaway or something from the conversation that really just resonated within your heart center, I would love to hear about it. Please leave it in the comment section so we can give you more of this content. As always, please subscribe, save, and sharing is caring. We love you to pieces. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Thank you.